I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Like make Eck a legend though. Legend in what? I think I think he's a legend of reporting. I think this is the thing, right? I don't. So I think going back to what you were saying a minute ago, for example, the complex top thirty media personalities or whatever, right? I think for me, I would probably say number one media personality in hip hop, full stop. Probably Charlemagne. One hundred percent. That's on every, that's what I'm saying. When they, when they had to listen, he wasn't number one and they called it a power ranking. I knew it was propaganda. Yeah, that was Charlemagne has to be number one. I think even Ak would probably agree. You know, I've heard Ak in many interviews say he was inspired by Charlemagne. And the reason I think Charlemagne is number one is because I think Charlemagne can do it all. He's an author. He writes books on very positive topics. You know, he's got that black privilege book and he's actually doing good trying to spread ideas 
in a way that is, you know, I've, hey, maybe one day I could write a book. I think it takes a lot of intelligence, a lot of uh, a lot of brain power to write an actual book. He can also interview people. He's got top shelf interviews with the best rappers you could name for decades. So he can nail that. And also, you know, he's a good debater. He's a good content creator. He's made shows. He's hosted yeah, shows. He's, so Charlemagne's yeah. all Charlemagne's all round. Swiss goat. Army so knife. Yeah, he's hard, man. Facts. Yeah, facts. And he's been around. You know, he's been doing it for a long time, and he's stayed on top. Um, you know, that's that's undeniable. I think the reason I think Ak is the best in his space. I think it's like what space? It's almost like that's just what I'm the, saying. I think, it's just the new, that shit like, is not lucrative. Reporting. That's not a space. That's that's when you bored. Do that. Like if you pay attention, Twitch realized that he was dumb enough that he was gonna do this anyway. This isn't a business for this guy. This guy is just has nothing to do. Stop paying him. But hey, listen, like I, I we're here talking about him, so he's doing something. No, right. No, no, like, I'm not saying he's not relevant, in. right? Relevancy, I'm giving him that, right? A lot of the homeboys, they know Ak is relevant. He has a big platform. Not taking that from him, I'm saying that it's it's not a real thing. This legendary, this top of the space of what space? The the okay. Here's I'm a, I'm gonna say something controversial, and I know a lot of people aren't gonna feel this. You might you might not be feeling this either. I think. The War in Chirac series is says a lot more positive stuff about Act than people give him credit for. I know a lot of people say the War in Chirac, he's belittling these situations that are really deadly in Chicago, and he was making light of that stuff. If people want to say that, fair enough. But what I think a lot of people forget is that like now Chirac and Chicago drill music has become the biggest thing in hip-hop. Academics had his finger on that pulse back in 2013, 2014, when ain't nobody heard about or was interested in Chicago hip-hop. And whether or not you believe that he approached those topics with the sensitivity that they deserved, that's another debate. But you can't deny that Academics was finger on, on the reporting pulse. Sh Chicago drill. He was had his finger on a pulse. And he's, for damn near, that was like 10 years ago the war in Chirac started. He has maintained that relevancy for 10 years. People love him, they hate him. But even now, we're going to go on Axe page and we're going to see the, the the young boy and the little Dirk Beef updates before anyone else has got them. And let's be real, that is the number one story going yeah, on right but now that's, that anyone that's wants to hear. That's not a contribute to academics. That's a contribute to Dirk and young boy. You see, but like it, it, you're there, you're, you're there, maybe it's a mix, but there's a lot of people there because, oh, he's going to say like he's on the young boy thing. That's why the podcast has an exclusive deal with Spotify and it barely even charts. It'd be like number nine and 10. I know that's disappointing for Spotify. We pay you. We pay you millions of dollars and we can't even keep you number one for people whose podcast available everywhere. He he's consistently under million dollars worth of game, consistently under Joe Budden, consistently under Adam. Like he's I ain't gonna say Adam. He's over Adam, but he's consistently under some of the biggest podcasts. And it's like, all right. So when he's able to talk about some of these hot button topics, a lot of the driver of the audience is there because it is a hot button topic. It ain't because of his perspective or what he's saying. That's my but opinion. here's the argument against that. Here's my argument against that. And I, I agree with some of what you said. But I think with uh, with academics, when his podcast first came out and he had that big debut where he had, uh, what did he have? He had WAC 100 and 6ix9ine debating, which was crazy. Like, I know, like, bear in mind, hip hop has changed so much in the last few years. You forget that, like, when that first off the record episode happened with super snitch 6ix9ine and super solid street dude whack 100 in the same room at the same table that was crazy and that was number one but i'm a businessman so you know what they said to me 
He pulled the trigger too early. But it was cool because he had to pull the trigger in because he just got the bag. But, but before you saying, before you move, let me explain. Okay, let yeah. me explain the premise. Yeah. He just got the bag from Spotify. You got to bag up. Academics is unproven in podcasting. They knew nothing. They didn't know. They know he has a platform and an audience. But as far as podcasting, he had no numbers. So what did they do? They had to go and negotiate. Hey, we'll give you two or three episodes a week because you're going to have to pay us millions of dollars. But we'll give you a couple of episodes a week to kind of. Make sure the numbers stay in a good... They, he got some great people to negotiate for him. But, bro, that's one of his first episodes. It's now time to renegotiate. What does he have? I, 6 I, 9 won't even come but, see him no more. But here's the thing. I think academics also, i got to give him credit, because I, I understand what you're saying. I think that when it comes to following the stories that are popular in hip-hop, I think the, good, the one good thing that I think is really good about academics that he doesn't get enough credit for is that... I don't think he's scared of reporting on some of the stories that maybe aren't going to be number one hit stories that are going to reach a million people. For example, you know, he invited me to be on Off the Record, right? I got an Off the Record episode. And listen, I think I'm awesome. I fucking love the content I make. Uh, great. But like, I'm not a 6'9 level guy, right? I know that. I can accept that. My ego is, is what it is. Like, me going on Off the Record ain't going to be his best week by any means. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm if he was who he was, if he was legendary, it would. So what, what we're doing with mines is I'm, we about to build something like Rogan got. And we're going to put the money behind it, the resources, and most importantly, the conversations. Like this conversation uh, right here. Yeah. The masses hear this. This is a golden nugget. This is nugget on the internet. As long as you dropping nuggets on the internet... You know you drop nuggets. As long as you dropping nuggets on the internet, you're going to be okay, bro. I, I, I agree, I agree. But I think, I think with Ak, I think sometimes he is somebody that's not scared to do a story that he's personally interested in. Like, bear in mind, right, I've blown up loads in the last month because of the whole, all the attention around this whole King Von controversy. But Ak invited me onto his podcast back in December, so he kind of saw now me. Now you've been dope, bro. Don't let that, Ak didn't validate you, bro. Your content is dope. <laughs> This is what I need for the young niggas watching me because they'll trick you in this stupid ass game. You don't need these niggas. To, they ain't never told me I was dope. They bosses told me I was dope. The niggas that cut they checks told me. I don't expect academics to say loon dope. He can't talk like me. I don't expect that. So, bro, you didn't need him. Him bringing you on his podcast helped him. He can't get a rapper to show up. You helped him. I mean... Hey, listen, I don't know Yo, that for listen, sure, bro. Like, I'm I, telling you, I appreciate that. I appreciate I'm telling you, your content sure. is dope. Academics didn't validate you. You spent hours on this shit. You put your hard work in. You have dope content. People, you got the views to prove you got dope content, bro. He ain't did nothing special bringing you on for an exclusive contract that don't even reach half the people that know him. 25%. 25% of the people know him listen to that shit. The other 75% listen to the shit like you saying. They want to hear the newsy shit he's doing on that podcast shit is falling by the wayside. And so when you call dude a legend or legendary, I'm saying, I right, help me understand because I can't put together the business that he's put in place. He lost his Twitch deal because they noticed, yo, this dude will do this for free. Guaranteed. If he won't, we'll pay him. But give him three months. If he twitch over, he'll do this for free. He he so much want the clout. He went and got a rumble deal 
where they pay him and he still go to Twitch for free. He might get your little, you might get your little subs and shit, but you got exclusive deal. It's like, bro, at some point, I'm dropping nuggets. Be like Joe Budden was when Spotify paid Joe. Huh? Huh? Shut all the doors. This is where we at. We finna show them people coming. And that's what I'm saying about what business have these guys established. You hear me salute Charlemagne. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. 
and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. (sighs) Good one, Dad. (sighs) Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of... dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the goat of the space, 100%. It's the business I'm looking at. Joe Budden, now with the Patreon shit going crazy, going Wallow and Gilly, going crazy, drink champs, crazy. It's the business. What business have have academics put in place that make you say he's legendary? Well, this is the thing, man. I'll be honest, like I'm pretty green when it comes to the podcast space. I don't really know the ins and outs of the deals that people get other than I looked into Joe's deal for my video and stuff. But I have respect for academics. You know, I feel like he is somebody that, Bear in mind, put it this way, right? I, I, for a living, I look into these stories and I'm constantly searching for information from the past. I'm looking for what was, what was the young boy... Yeah. Con- but yeah, what was the young boy controversy in 2019? And I look it up and it's all academics reporting on it. You know what I mean? And so I respect that. And, and that I, do I do too. I do too, but I think it's all wasted bullets. I think it's like shooting in the air. You know what I'm saying? Like when it's business happening. I believe that to be shooting in the air. He just boom, boom. But I don't think, but I, I don't think academics. Obviously, he cares about money. He's got a nice house. He's got nice cars. But I think he does strike. And you might disagree, but he does strike me as somebody that genuinely loves hip hop. He genuinely loves hopping on stream and talking shit about YoungBoy, and he would do that for free. And I think I do respect that, even if you know I don't know the ins and outs of his business. Maybe there's people that cut better deals. Maybe there's people that cut worse deals. But I just think the guy's love for hip hop and the guy's hunger. We all love hip hop. Now he didn't even grow up in it. I, I grew up in it. He don't love it more than me. But that don't make me ignore the business. Anything I ignore make me dumb. I ain't ignoring the obvious for nobody, right? My love for something don't make me stay with a woman if she ain't doing me no well. If she, like I heard him say, somebody tried to, certain things happen. Like, bro, you got to understand certain things call for certain things. I'm not putting myself in a situation to say I could be doing business, but I'll do it for free. I love it that much. Like, I will do it for free. I've done it for free. Matter of fact, I, most of us that's making money off this, we done it for free. We've already done it for free. So when you in this position, I'm saying this is the time academics has to establish business like everybody else. Because we talking legacy and we don't know what the fuck YouTube going to be in 20 years. But if you build you a back catalog of content like you got that can be licensed 
or you build your back catalog of content, right? This is business. You need to be creating business, not get caught up in all this fandom. All this, I'm a fan, I'm obsessed, let it run, yeah, yeah. Nah, do business too, though. Enjoy yourself, but do business. So I'm saying legendary, legacy, a businessman. When I want to have him under Charlemagne, Joe Charlemagne academics? That was crazy. Are we, what are you, Vlad is on the list that makes me, we got Adam Two million a month. There's so many drink chat wallow and gilly. What? Academics three with what business? It was crazy. But this is the thing, bro. If I ever if I get to the point where I'm trying to cut a podcast uh, podcast deal, I need you in my corner telling me how <laughs> yeah, this shit works. Because you. you know your shit. I got you, bro. You know your shit, bro. I'm I'm new to this, yeah. to be honest. Like I'm We're gonna pretty, work on something green, behind but... the scenes. I'm definitely gonna try to put a play together like a big one, you know, with one of these big networks, because you know I got the game. But I we'll talk about yeah, that. Let's, let's, we'll talk about you know we'll, that at another we'll time. Let me ask you this: sure. How much time? And we'll close up in a minute. How much time do you spend on these documentaries? Like say NBA Young Boy documentary. How much time are you spending on it? I would say on average, um, I would say it takes me about probably like for every hour that a video is probably a month. So the King Von video took me three months straight, straight up. I didn't do nothing else but look at King Von shit for three months. So with this young boy thing, you know, I don't, I don't know how long it's going to be. I'm still, I'm, I thought I was further. I probably am not even halfway through, but I've been working on this for over damn near two months now. And I feel like maybe I need another month. It might be. It's going to be another one of them motherfuckers, man. Yeah, bro, oh, it's long, man. but that usually I'd say I'd, I'd say like a month for 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 an hour. You know, it's kind of like because back in the day, I used to do like little 15, 20 minute videos and I could do one of those in a week. You know, I could research the story, record it, get it edited in like a week. But it, it, yeah, these long videos, they take a long time, man. And, it, it, you know, the way it works is it's almost like I'll be researching, you know, for a month and then I'll hand it off to an editor. They might edit for a whole month while I'm researching the next yeah. thing for a month. Yeah, if that yeah. makes sense. So, yeah, they take a lot of time, man. And, you know, like I go back to what I was saying earlier, you know, for, for better or for worse, you know, I do have an obsession for hip hop. You know, I have an obsession for for my work. I've got an obsession for the Internet. You know, I love writing. I love researching. And I don't think I would be able to do this, you know, look at the same stories for months. Or, you know, sometimes I work super late nights. I work, you know, I can work all night long just researching, writing, listening to music, making notes. And if I didn't love this shit, if I wasn't serious about it, if I was just, a, you know, a vulture just trying to trying to steal some some music for clout and money i wouldn't be able to really commit to this because i love this shit man i I, i'm excited to get up in the morning and listen to a a mixtape i've not heard before and learn about an artist and and read about their interviews and their backstories like i love this shit so you know i I spend months on these stories but i enjoy it and it's hard work but it's you know it's very um so if you let's say you got two months in and you find out the story's no good Damn, he didn't do it. I want you to know that it's okay to put it out with all that information in at the end. Turns out he did none of this, right? I want you to know that that's okay because I don't want you to commit going in that, yo, I have to find these 12 murders and justify whatever this is, right? Whatever they're saying, I'm looking to justify it to a point where, again, how am I looking for a nail? I agree, and I I, am... I don't know, but this next project, it, who knows, it, it might end up going that way because 
I'm doing that research and, you know, I'm finding in stuff that's saying the one thing, stuff that's saying the other thing. And, you know, I, I agree. I definitely don't want to give people the impression that I get into these stories with like a false narrative or I'm just trying to prove that everybody's the biggest, baddest gangster in the world. You know, that's really not the case. My thing is the truth. I want to get the truth across. I want to get my opinion, but also like the facts. And then for me to say, look, based on the facts, this is how I feel the situation is or this is how just and and it's not I, you look i know i'm an outsider to the culture and i can accept that but what i am is i'm a good researcher i'm a very dedicated researcher and i think that you know if i spend two months looking at something my opinion on what all of that shit that i spent two months looking at is still should be somewhat valid and you know i, I hope that people can see that you know whether it's a video about king von and you know the alleged murders or whether it's a video about, you know, I don't know if you've seen other recent stuff like yeah, Eminem seen. and his wife and going through this this crazy divorce that, you know, completely affected his career in every way. And, you know, you, you can argue that it was this relationship that is what got him hooked on drugs and nearly killed him. So, you know, I, I look into these stories and I really try and learn everything and call it how I see it. And, uh, you know, I, I know a lot of people disagree with me and, you know, some people don't like me for certain reasons or they think that I shouldn't talk about what I talk about or whatever. Um, and you know, I, I understand where people are coming from, but honestly, like I do just love hip hop. Like, you know, I do love writing, making videos and, you know, I, I just try and make videos for other people that love hip hop and want to learn about artists. Did you, do, do you write everything down? Like, is you reading like a teleprompter script? How, how do you, how do you communicate these things on camera? Cause again, you do it with like, you're not reading, you're doing a great job, right? So how do you communicate these things on camera? Yeah. So it's funny. I only started using a teleprompter recently. I think the first video I used the teleprompter on was maybe the Mo3 documentary that I did uh, last year. But, um, you know, what I do is I tend to write, I do a lot of research, you know, I'll read all the rap lyrics, the, I'll watch the music videos, I'll read the interviews, and I'll put those into like a research document, usually in like chronological order. So it's like, you know, right now with this young boy thing, it's, for example, it's like, okay, I've just got like background of where he's from, Baton Rouge, and then it's like, you know, his his life, his upbringing, and then it's like, you know, his first album, what did he say? What were the events going on around him with the first album, the next album? Or, or you know, we get to his court case. He goes to the court. What happened with the court case? Did he win? Did he lose? What happened? He gets out. What's the next album? So I try and get all of that info lined up. And then once I feel like I've learned everything, I then try and write it in my voice with, you know, what I've learned, like my perspective of like, okay, I think, this, you know, there's this lyric and then this happened. I think that that means this is where his head was at at the time he wrote this lyric or you know clearly he was going through some shit because he said this and then this happened and you know he went through a difficult case or dude got addicted to drugs or whatever and so i'll kind of write that up until i get to the point where i feel like i've explained everything that happened it's like i don't want to just throw up a lyric and not say anything i want to throw up a lyric and say what does this mean like what's he trying to yeah, say i with wonder this lyric? how or, you crafting or, that stuff though it's it's really a case of like you know just me lining it all up and just trying to give my interpretation i think i think a lot of lot of people maybe don't like that i give my opinion but at the same time it's kind of like look if we've got a lyric where young boy's saying i've got 12 bodies i think it's reasonable to be able to say look young boy released an album he's got two or three lyrics on there where he's talking about doing drive-bys and catching bodies and you know what i think this means is that this is a point when young boy is at a time in his career where he wants to you know let his ops or whatever know that he's He's still here. He's still standing. You know, he's really trying to let people know that he's not affected by the drama going on. And it's it's stuff right, like that's right, just one right. example. But it's that's just what like I was looking stuff for like where, where it's you, like you, you answered yeah, the question. That's like, great. This this might be something useful. Something I really try and do is I try and write stories in a way that 
somebody that didn't know much about hip hop or even somebody that just somebody that's a casual listener, but they don't know young, like they've heard two young boy songs. I try and write things in a way so that somebody that doesn't know anything about him can still understand it. I try not to have too much like context of like, you have to have heard all of young boys albums to get what I'm talking about. He mentions this person. Like I try and explain like if young boy mentions one of his friends is always there for him. Or for example, with the young boy story, you know, in a lot of songs, he mentions RIP Lil Dave, a lot of people might know what that means or he says oh, i put this on dave i swear on dave and with my video it's like okay let me explain to people you know young boy releases this album and he mentions his friend lil dave numerous times and then i'll say lil dave was a friend of his when he was a, you know he was a teenager unfortunately ended up losing their life and this was you know the first person he lost and this ended up affecting him and this went on to affect his music and the way he saw the world so it's really trying to explain that to somebody that if you're a dope. huge young boy fan, you, yeah, you don't need to know that. Yeah, I think that's dope, right? To even be able to, there's something there. There's something special about being able to do that, dude. I want you to know that, right? Because a lot of people in this industry, again, they know. Yo, here's another thing. The people ahead of you will find you way before they tell anybody about you. So somebody like Academics inviting you to his podcast in 2022, he been knowing about you since 2017 type thing, right? So I want you to know, or just, I want you to know that these people know you. These people know you're dope. They will never say it. I don't know why this industry is that way. I'm probably the only one that's just going to be like, yo, it's something there, bro. Hang in on that. Like that little thing is something. Like I'm telling you, it's business right there. Something, you know what I mean? A lot of people not going, for whatever reason, bro. I just wanted to say that to you. Um, But, um... Uh, not even necessarily about young boy, right? I'm just more so wondering when you craft this shit up, it's just interesting to see how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Is the teleprompter affecting it? Is it good? Is it working well? Do you like that better? Or? It's, it's quite interesting, man. No, one, no one's ever asked me this. But um, yeah, I think the teleprompter is, is tricky because previously what i would do is i would literally uh, I, you can't see it but where i'm sat right now i've got the camera there i'm looking at and i've got the screen where you're at what i used to do is i would have my script on the screen where you are and i would just read you know i'd literally would look at the sentence i would just try and remember it and i would turn to the camera yeah. and i would say it and i would just do that it would take me yeah. hours and hours but back then i was doing shorter videos but i think the reason why that's always been good is because you can tell that it's i'm not just reading a script i you you might have seen there's other a lot of channels out there where you've got dudes that just yeah. read to the teleprompter and it's words that they didn't write it's random shit and you can actually tell that when they're reading it they're sort of saying like the sentences don't really work because they don't know what's coming they're saying and then nba young boy would get in trouble because uh, he got into a situation like you can tell they don't know what's coming whereas i've written every word so i know what's coming so even though i'm reading it off a teleprompter I know my intention. I know the tone. Like, I know that if I'm talking about somebody that just lost their life, I, you know, I need to speak with a little bit more of a sensitive tone. I need to say, you know, crafting I'm, it you know, up at 215. Yeah. You know, at 215 AM, you know, somebody got out of a dark vehicle and opened fire. You need to say that a bit more seriously than if you're saying, you know, young boy released his new album and it was lit. It was full of bangers and he went number one, you know, and somebody that didn't write the content and didn't have mm. a personal connection to it might not be able to do that because i do care about this shit i don't want people to think i'm making light of somebody that got killed or whatever uh you know i i have a personal connection with these stories i'm passionate about them like i write these scripts like for me it's you know a lot of people maybe don't give me credit for it but like 
you'll notice, especially in like my video about FBG Duck or my video about, you know, the Jacksonville kind of who I smoke beef. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation. I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry though, he's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I always try and end videos with like some positive perspective, which is my opinion. Like I'll say things, the Jacksonville video, for example, I kind of end by saying, look, we really need this violence to stop. We got to try and, you know, we got to try and see things better and try and see um, a positive outcome of this situation because we've just got people dying on both sides and dissing each other and it's just getting out of control. And I think it's like, I think those touches where I just try and give a bit of extra perspective, or even in the King Von video, you know, I know a lot of people were upset that you're painting him as the serial killer. But if you watch the video carefully, you know, there's a there's a segment near the start of the video where I say, look, before we get any further, I just want to say King Von is a product of his environment. He grew up in a tough situation where it was kill or be killed. He had to defend yeah, himself and his that. people yeah. from these dangers. And I think... You know, some maybe some people don't care for that or whatever. Well, it's it's like, it's, the, like, it's like the apology after the, 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 the murder. You know, it's like, damn, you just shot my nephew and said sorry. You know, that probably ain't the same kind of... We appreciate that, but that don't outweigh that. You know, that's that's the thing that's happening with that. But I wanted you to answer this. If I if NBA Youngboy joined this stream right now, because I know Alex now, if NBA young boy join the stream right now and say, hey, hey, white boy, stay out of my business, what do you say to that? I'd probably say, like, keep your business off the billboard charts, bro. You know, that the, he, he wants me to stay out of his business, but he just dropped two albums this month. You know what I mean? I got, thir- I got like, 50 tracks to listen through. You know, and I, I think I love young boy. You know, I respect him. I respect all of these artists. But I think, I think if you're, uh, look, if you're a gangster, and you're in the streets and you're really doing this stuff and you're keeping it real, you would not be telling people the things you did in the streets. I think when you become a rapper and you put yourself in the public sphere, you become a public figure, you're making music about your life, you're telling, you're trying to share your story. You rappers want people to talk about them. So I think it's, it's, I think it's wrong for people to say like, young boy is going to release an album. It's going to go number one on billboard. It's going to sell a hundred thousand copies, but I'm not allowed to talk about it or look into it. You know, I feel like that's just, it's just an unrealistic expectation. You know, if you didn't want people looking into your life, you shouldn't have put it on a billboard charting song. But that said, I actually think, although a lot of people have come at me, for example, for King Von, a lot of people have defended me and said, when King Von was alive, he wanted everyone to think he was the big killer. King Von was literally resharing videos of like things on Worldstar of shootouts that he had le- was allegedly involved in. Like Von, not to go too far back to Von, but like, you know, Youngboy, for example, He's released an album called The Richest Op, and it's full of all this stuff where he's kind of dissing his ops, going at, going at his enemies. You know, it's he wants people to think of him as a tough guy, as a gangster. So I don't think he would really be upset. And I honestly, I think, I'm not I think sure Ron be would upset be upset. Because it's, it, it's the criminal element you're putting together that make it cause 
again, investigation. Have you ever been under investigation? I have. No. I'm telling you that these things will could be used in those kind of um, scenarios. Like, definitely, man, they don't have an understanding of the culture. A lot of times they are misrepresenting words, and they got to ask people inside the culture. That's why the CI is so important to the to the uh criminal element to the police it's because without the ci they don't even know what we communicate somebody might call and say hey bring me two bring me two of my ice man and then pull up with some of that boy uh, here's the thing though it's I, I do get what you're saying I, I understand where you're coming from but it's like for example for in the young boy situation you know it's i, I don't think it's fair to su- suggest like i'm responsible for him being investigated for example he just released a music video Right. And in the music video, he's got a lyric where he says, um, we're going to lay his head on a pillow when we pull up on him. And in the music video, he's laying on the floor, putting his head on a pillow and all his guys are over him going like this. And this is a reference to the murder of G Money, where a pillow was found at the crime scene. And, the you know, everyone says, oh, they threw a pillow on him after they shot him. Now, that's not true. I know that's not true. It was a pillow that was left by the medical services that were there trying to save him after he got found shot. But young boys on a song talking about we're going to lay his head on a pillow when we catch him. And he's in the music video on the ground with the pillow, dancing, laughing. It would be wrong to say that he gets investigated because of me pointing that out when everybody in Baton Rouge knows that this guy got found dead with a pillow next to him and everybody can see young boy dancing around on the floor with this pillow. So I I do respect what you're saying, but I think it's almost like the incrimination has already occurred before well, so I point it out. We're changing words. And so I, I do want to let the youngsters know um, young boy and everybody that's watching that that's irresponsible to take that kind of stance on music right if that does correlate if that is a situation i want us to move away from that i can't tell a nigga what to do but here's the thing um when we deal with an artist when we deal with someone like him i'm not saying you're responsible that's a word you used i said you're adding to the investigation so when you're under investigation, it's exactly what it is, an investigation, right? A lot of the investigation nowadays operates literally all on social media. And they verify or they look at YouTube as social media, right? So they literally go on YouTube, type shit in, and somebody like you with the job that you do with this kind of shit, man, uh, there's probably three or four police sitting down watching this shit. Your your documentary. I'm uh, telling you this for sure. I just don't. I don't believe I'm, it. I'm telling I, you I, this I for mind, sure. My documentary. Though. No, but here's here's what I'm trying to say. My documentary. Let's say whether they use it or not. I think you're confusing what I'm saying no, no, with but, them actually using your content in court. I'm saying just the same way you look at academics without using this content and just be like, oh, maybe that is a point. Maybe that kind of. It's the same way the feds or the state would look at some of that those documentaries. Go ahead. I, I just feel like you're giving me too much credit and you're not giving the state enough. Bear in mind, it's like I've got a video, for example, King Von, he's on his IG live and he's talking about, oh, I swear I've got more than five bodies, for example. Whether uh, I understand a lot of people believe that it's Cap and he's he's maintaining a rapper image. Fine. You know, it's that's not my perspective, but fair enough. But I think the idea that the cops are seeing that in my video two years after it happened 
rather than i think some i'm 100 percent sure that there is probably a baton rouge detective whose job it is to just watch all of young boys instagram stories and music videos so it's already happened before it makes you, my bro, videos i've been under investigation i got state charges i got friends in the feds i've dealt with the feds i've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on federal lawyers i've been set up and snitched on myself not my cousin not my friend they brought the people to bust me so I'm telling you that they don't have an understanding like you. You giving them too much credit. They a bunch of lazy fucks, bro. I'm telling you, you ain't even from the, you ain't even from the believe. states. And I'm telling you, now on a certain level, it gets serious. But, bro, they don't have an understanding in the way that you think they have an understanding. I'm telling you, they don't. That's why half of what happens in court is cooperation because they don't know nothing. They don't really know what the fuck that means or how did you do that? Sometimes they'll give a dude been 60 murders. They'll let him go. Just tell us how the hell you did that. We don't have no understanding on so, it. He, so here's why I here's why I disagree. Just with one good example, I think I did a video on the, the YSL YFN beef, right? YFN Lucio Young Thug. Hold on. Been going out before you years, go, right? I'm going to let you get that off. But I want to set this premise before you go. The reason why that is different is because Atlanta is culture. So the, even the DAs is culture, the judge, everybody in Atlanta, because it, it has bled culture. But that's that's an anomaly. That doesn't happen everywhere. But continue. Okay, I, I, if that's your opinion, but I think just more specifically, I released my video about the YFN, YSL beef six months before Young Thug got in, indicted, right? And then when he got indicted, a lot of people were saying, oh, it's because of Trap Law Ross, he did a video. And bear in mind, I released my video after Lucci got indicted. So Lucci gets indicted, I make a video, and I literally say in my video, it seems like Young Thug has moved away from the streets. He's, he's just a musician. He's not involved in that. Unfortunately, Lucci got caught up and he's caught Rico. Six months after I released my video, Young Thug catches his case. And everybody starts saying, it's Trap Law Ross, his video, it broke it down so well that he's the one responsible. But here's the thing. Then the indictment drops... And what's in the indictment? All they got, all of his, they got his phones, like Social details media. from his phone. They got pictures, communications, messages between them saying Young Thug booking this rental car. They've got him Instagramming people saying, you know, we, we're soldiers. We had to get the job done or whatever it was. And it's like when you actually then see it, it's like they got way more resources. Again, I want to point out that Atlanta, the lyrics. DA in Atlanta, she is culture. She understands the terms, the language. She she has dealt with rap code. Again, Atlanta is a different space. And I think because you haven't dealt with the criminal system there's no way you don't have a reference but i'm telling you you go into this criminal system and they don't know the culture like that that's why cooperation is prevalent in atlanta though everybody is a part of black culture even i'll give you an example just the other day in the ysl case um instead of going to jail the judge told the dude hey you gotta go you gotta go buy lunch guess where he went magic city He's the lawyer. Went got wings and and shit from Magic. Everybody <laughs> is cultured in Atlanta. It's a different. So so I wouldn't contribute it as much to an Atlanta situation because I know that Da to understand rap music when when Thug is on the song and saying I keep a dress under the stick and all of that. I, I know she knows how to kind of put some of this together more so than some of these white old elderly people who won't leave their job, but they're investigator for this state place. I'm telling you, they don't know. But with Atlanta, even though she's misrepresenting lyrics, I need to be on record saying that 
Um, but I, I think that she has more of an understanding. The DA office in Atlanta has more of an understanding of hip hop culture, even thug. They know that situation. I believe them to have cousins and family I, that could be intertwined somewhere down the line that know some of those guys. But I, 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 but I don't know how that same thing can't just be applied to like Baton Rouge. You know, Youngboy's been investigated since late 2016, right? So that's like seven years that they've had to get their head around the lingo and all this stuff. You can't just say it's all trap. No, I'm not, not saying like, that it's all you. I'm saying you, lingo, you add you know? to the understanding. Again, I gave the example the same way you look at academics. And you don't take him from his word, everything he says. You, It's a two-hour thing. I know this guy don't know everything, but, oh, fuck, that little piece. We didn't, hey, you heard that little piece? We didn't know about that. That's what I'm saying, right? It ain't that, oh, we're taking Trap Lord Ross documentary and we're drawing the indictment up off of that. That's not happening. But I'm telling you and guaranteeing you that there's some investigators sitting down watching that for perspective, not necessarily to grab charges, but for perspective in the same way that we do when we go do an interview or try to do a doc or whatever. That's what I would believe. To that, what do you say? Uh, look, I'll be honest, man. I just, I'm not sure I believe it. I feel like it's a bit of a reach. But at the same time, we have a difference in perspective. You know, I just feel like, you know, for example, the feds, right? You know, the five people that were caught for FBG Ducks murder, they're currently awaiting trial. I just don't believe that the investigators that were looking into them didn't have the knowledge or the context to decipher what was going on. You know, they got, they've got, what do you say for so many unsolved murders in Chicago? They don't know, bro. They don't have the content. I'm telling you. I I don't know though. Cause I mean, there's that King Von song. What is it? There's the King Von song, what it's like. And he says at the end of the song, he says, he basically says the conversation that he had with the investigators and they said, yeah, you know, D Rose, that's my work. You know, Rondo number nine, that's my work. So it's like Von's talking about these guys, these, these feds, no, they, they say, know them they, so they well. They say these things, they the shoot Chicago for street things. Scene. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You've never been arrested, probably. I've been under investigation. They say these things. Hey, man, we know we know about you always having a gun on you. You know, such and such got shot. We know that's you. We know you We know you came back from Texas. They might have saw me come back from Texas. We know you came back from Texas last week. We know we know you was out there. You know, we know what you was doing out there. You know, they say these things. I'm telling they, you this for sure. They, but they're not getting that from YouTube videos. I just, I it's can't, not, I, it bro. just seems I'm like a reach with, that they're getting When you it at, even, even me, speaking of finesse two times, guess what? When he went to court, they brought in 32 articles. Articles are evidence from the government side that they, they place forward to try to let the judge know why you do deserve more time. Or why you deserve the maximum or whatever it is. I think he said 29, 30 of those was all social media, YouTube things. When he would go, go off on money bag. Yo, bitch that nigga had a gun in the club, flashed a gun. They are getting everything from YouTube and social media. I'm guaranteeing you this. But that's that's his own social media, not no, my not social, his own media. social like, media. He already put that it out was, snitched on himself. It's it's about self. It wasn't his. Like, just clarify this. You know, it was not his own social media. It was videos of him at the club, maybe with an AR on stage, like tucked to the side, or with with a gun. Well, he might have been alive, but that video was on YouTube. He had been deleted that, so that video might have been on YouTube somewhere. And so I'm saying these. This is assistance. That's on this him, is man. assistance That's is on what him. I'm saying. Whether it's on him or not, you got to acknowledge that the role that you play in it, or you saying, are you saying you don't think you play zero role 
with the great journalism that you in, do in, wrapped in around record. these things, you're telling me you play zero role in an investigation if there is one going on. You don't believe no one to have ever looked at one of your documentaries for perspective in law enforcement. I do not believe my videos have played any role, zero role in an active investigation. I can imagine an investigator probably watched my video for fun, but... I don't think I played any role in an investigation. If there was some evidence, if you could show me an indictment where one of my it videos won't be referenced, referenced. there's a perspective play. Uh, so what I'm telling yeah. you, what I'm telling you is this: you think you get a million views and there's not a golden nugget in it, or you think that's a million dumb people? No, no, no. So no, you're, feel, there's like golden that's, nuggets. That's, the there's nuggets in this. Those are nuggets that the cops already had. I just, I just it seems unbelievable to me that they would that, they would not look at any of the I, I just don't know, I just don't know how they would look at, at the example. Bear in mind bear in mind No but this is what I'm saying it's like bear in mind like for example you know I I might get a clip of young boy toting a gun right that that is the same clip that he got arrested for I don't know if you uh, you know if you, I don't know if you know the story but like in 2020 2020 young boy is doing a music video he's on probation he shouldn't be around guns he's on social media with all of his boys toting an ak and then the feds pull up and they arrest him they arrest everyone and this is the case that young boy is he's awaiting trial for this weapons charge because he was on social media with this gun now he sh it's not my fault if i put that in a video that he was doing that he should not have been toting a gun in in that while he's on probation to, in his neighborhood i get what you're saying you're right right responsibility right he should now ne never be doing that i remember one time academics had posted meek mill and he was on probation and he was in his neighborhood feeling one of the most dangerous places in the world so they had firearms on him academics reposted meek people them hit him up hey bro he on probation bro take it down they can get him Locked up academics. What's wrong? I don't know what's going on. I, I don't know. He just because he Meek but, already snitched see, on himself. This is That's the not perspective of the internet babies, right? What we trying to tell y'all is preserve our culture, but y'all don't look at it like that because y'all ain't a part of it for real. So what happens is when we say, "Yo, don't send Meek to jail for some," yo, like with Ja Morant, that shit going crazy right now. He shouldn't have done he that. He shouldn't have done but that. But in our culture, sometimes the, your people will bury some shit if they can. For us, it's like, yo, you shouldn't have done it. Everybody posted. But we always ignore the incentive that everybody is monetizing people's downfalls. People are monetizing people's mistakes. That's what's happening. So if it wasn't an incentive, you could tell a person, hey, man, they might send me to jail, bro. And they'll take it down. But because they want especially academics that thirst to be first. That thirst to be first and make him throw it up. But, bro, I'm thinking, like, fuck, man. Like, I, I want us to find a medium for that shit. But, again, I can't deal with self-snitching. I don't do it. I think it's dumb. Listen, Jar Morant, because I've been looking into this, too. He, he got away one time. He was lucky. He flashed that gun in the strip club. They nearly banned him. They gave him, like, two-game suspension. I don't know what he's doing running around showing guns on on Instagram live again. That's on him, bro. That he he, he why is he doing that again, bro? He's going to fucking talk shit. You know, up. I, I can't talk about that with you, that. man. So that's that my boy and they going to say long damn, man. It just happened you talking about it with the white boy up there that ain't cool. So I'm a hold on for a minute on the job topic. That's my right, guy. Well, I wish him the best. On, on the job, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I do understand that something's happening and I hate it for him. Right? I think partially um 
I think he's been into that music a whole lot. I think that music got him chokehold on him. But that's what I'm trying to tell you. They this well, is the this is the evidence of what I'm telling you they do. They tell our they tell our rap niggas they incentivize and there's benefit on the side of exact Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart's outspoken network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. Woo! As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. 
I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. (sighs) Good one, Dad. (sighs) Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of... dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Exaggeration of criminal behavior, and then what you deal with is real crime rising. Young boy said something in a song that scared me. And it didn't scare me because I think he going to do something. But I understood. I know young boys that listen to him. Guess what he said? He said that what you know about a dude beating on your mama, you get old enough and then you kill him. I said, I don't think that's a good message mm-hmm. to give those children because there's people that's people going to start plotting on that or feel like that's the way to go in real life. Like, I don't even know if he knows, but I've dealt with young niggas that look just like young boy. Try to stand like him, try to talk like him, get their hair like him. If he switched his hair, they switched their hair. If he wearing this, they wet. So um, they got he got a certain chokehold on him that when he said that, I said, oh, you know, I just don't know. Mate, you know, that's a, that's a slippery one. That's a slippery place right there. Well, well that, that's a really good point. And actually, I think something I really wanted to say to you at some point in this conversation is that I think that, you know, something needs to change because I think there's there's a lot of successful rappers. J. Cole is just one that jumps to mind that can be successful without living up to this gangster image. I know that that works for a lot of people, but at the same time, that's not the only route. I know people are incentivized by acting like a tough guy acting like they got bodies or they're a killer or whatever but and it's you not, know what that's I want not you the to, only I want you to we got people clarify like this cuz it's not acting like anything it's exaggeration of the circumstances sure. not that I'm not involved but I may yeah. they 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 this benefit on the side of putting a little bit on that now with J Cole he's dope that's the difference they don't incentivize niggas that ain't dope but they'll give you some money if you ain't dope, but you talking that gangster killer shit. You can still get in. But that that's but that's why it's so it's it's actually quite confusing. Cause then you look at a guy like Ja Morant, and we don't have to talk too much on him because I know there's a personal relationship there, but it's like it's it's almost hard to understand where it's like this guy's an NBA player with one of the biggest contracts going. He doesn't really need to be flashing the gun, but I suppose How do we know he doesn't need to how do we know he doesn't need to be? How do we know that he don't well, he need to need flash to, it? He doesn't need right, to flash the gun. Right, Maybe right. he needs the gun for protection, but he doesn't need to. Sh- he, and, and he's clearly the flashing it because he's caught up in the music in the moment and he wants to show it off. But what I really wanted to say to you 
going back to the J. Cole thing, because you, you said something really interesting right back at the start of this when we were talking about Jay-Z and the Marcy Projects. And you said that you've got young guys growing up in a difficult situation where th- damn near the only options they've got is rap or play ball or get into the streets. And I think it's so important for us going forward to also shine a light on the people like yourself yes. and like Charlemagne or J. Cole that say, you know what? You haven't actually, yes. you've got more options. You yes. can be a dope podcaster and make millions. You can be, a pro, even if you don't like yes. Ack, you could be like Ack. Sure. A lot of people that For maybe sure. don't want to be like Ack. I like Ack, but you know what I mean? And I think that going forward, I think, and I, this is something I want to do, and I would love to do more projects broadly on, on you know, I, I cover lots of different types of people. I also love covering success. But, um, you know, just really showing people like young dudes coming out of uh, fucked up environments that, you know what? There's so many yes. more options. There's so many more routes. You're a good podcaster, not because you're up here acting right. like the toughest podcaster in the world that can't be fucked with. You're here because you've got interesting opinions. You know, you, you argue your points well. You, you've got a really good perspective from the background that you've come from. And you're a shining example. Like, you're a role model. You know what I mean? And I think it's just a really interesting space that we're in where it's like some people, they're, they're kind of caught up in just the, the only role models they can see are the King Vons, the Chief Keiths. Or, or, or the NBA young boys and there's actually nowadays in the modern era there's so many more people to look up to and I think you know maybe going forward you know I'd love to know if there's more ways yeah, that no, I could we definitely spread that message I'm telling you we're gonna I, lock I in and, and we're gonna get some stuff together because I, again I, I can appreciate how you do these things what what I think happens is um I truly truly when I lay down at night I truly truly in my heart know I'm breaking the mold I truly know this because before me you have your academics you have your joe buttons you have all of these guys are different from me now tech stone is a version of it but something happened it got slippery for him and and then some took him along the way i i I think him to i take him to be intelligent i take him to have game a lot of game as well but i truly believe because my head is on right right and i've literally dedicated my life to this I truly believe this to break the mold. And I say that because when I pull up in the trap, they will play my podcast. They will not play another podcast. Here's the kicker. When I pull up to an exec, they also play the podcast. And so here's where Mm. you see somebody like QCP. I always share my stuff. That's my brother. It ain't because the personal relationship It's because the opinion is the perspective that's being laid down. It's like, yo, that makes sense. You see some of the biggest people in the game embrace it because of the perspective. And so I believe soon everybody will have a mic and be talking. It's going to be about where you get your information from because everybody's going to have a YouTube channel, a camera. Everybody's going to know how to edit. The shit going to damn near edit itself. There's a new program now to edit podcasts for you. AI, just you ain't even got to touch it. So it's going to be about you better be dope. And that's what dudes like academics going to burn out. And people like you are going to thrive because you must have golden nuggets. And I'm a, I just piss gold. Like I talk golden nuggets. I like perspective wise. I'm always going to have something that's like, what the fuck was that? You know? And so I'm lucky enough to be there. I just pray that perspective stays with me and the universe stays in line. But outside of that, I want the youngsters to know you can be a dope podcaster, but I know I'm the first one they looking at and saying, nah, he really cool. Like the girls, like I'm the first podcaster. I mean, I'm sure dudes like Charlemagne. I don't look at him like a podcaster. Joe, Joe probably get girls. There's a lot of niggas this, but bro, I'm popping like a rap nigga popping. Like I'm, I'm talking about they loving. For real. 
And you're shining too. You're shining with a change like a rapper, bro. And I love them. But I'm saying I want us to shed light so the kids do know, hey, it's other avenues. J. Cole got out because he was truly dope. What's unfortunate is you don't got to be dope if you talk criminal. You got to be believable. Mm. So they don't necessarily care if you dope. Long as they believe you, we'll get you out there. Because we going to put some criminal shit in front of these people because that's what they want. They going to listen to. That's why you see young boy have 70K, th- 70K people on the Instagram. Nobody really. They going to find where that beef at. What the hell is he going live at talking about that beef shit? We going to find that. And so I think I'm the first one to be able to dribble in both of those like lanes where it's like, oh, he cool and it's information. Like we can learn and it's, it's still us. And so I pray that people coming behind this, you know, that we like the way that it's possible, you know, because what you doing, bro, I'm telling you this. And don't wait for these suckers to validate you because if you waiting on that, it ain't going to ever happen. You may be the dopest one doing that. You need to be at a network with that. You see what I'm saying? You're, the level you're doing it on, it needs to, it's network material. So continue to put them nuggets in there because at some point, we're going to try to get that shit licensed or get a bag for some of that shit to live over here on one of these. Especially when you put a nigga, you put somebody like me involved with it where they don't, can't really blackball it where it's like, yo, he don't really know. Like, they're going to say, you know what I'm saying? Because even with Act, bro, you know, all due respect, Act made a lot of money. He's not really from our culture when we really dribble it down. It's like, bro, you really didn't grow up. Well, see, I come up in a situation where I learned I've met every kind of person. Here's the thing about the street, the streets, the, dr- the drug game, if you really was in it. You have an opportunity to meet all walks of life. I get to see the doctor because nine times out of ten, at some point, a doctor's on drugs. And he comes down to see me. I see the tra- tractor trailer drive. I see damn near all walks of life. And so you get to pick up on habits. You get to pick up on people and how to look at people and view people and get things from them and understand what they have to offer. I don't see him being able to survive much longer with that level of content because soon everybody's going to be quick trigger, quick trigger because everybody going to have a computer, a phone. It's just too much content coming out, bro. Man, you know, it's, uh, I think you're right. You know, I think a lot of people are going to try and get in on this space and they are going to be recording. Everyone's going to have a camera. But as you say, I think it's that, you know, that unique, like whatever makes you unique, you know, your your nugget, your golden nugget, your diamonds, your your facts that you put across. Sure. That's what's going to make you stand out. But bro, you know, I totally agree. And I, I think you are a shining example. I think you're a great role model for this culture in this current you, space and time that we're in. You know, 2023, it's, it's a crazy time. There's crazy shit going on. You know, the, the rap media sphere damn near ain't ain't recognizable right. from what it was 10 years ago but i think it's super exciting and there's a lot of great people coming through and yeah, i'm, man, you know, I'm glad been to dope, just have man. a conversation it's been with dope. you man. i you appreciate know, I think, you I think it's great. i'm gonna ask you one more question do you make enough money to survive off of this stuff what kind of money are you making off this shit man i i make enough to live comfortably you know i live i, I do this full time have I've they got you the seven figures years. uh I've, I, I, nah not yet man hopefully eventually but, you know, I'm grinding, man. And, uh, you know, I don't do it for the money. Um, but at the same time, you know, it would be nice to, to have seven figures. But I ain't there yet, man. But I, I'm trying, man. I live a humble life. I'm not too flashy. You know, I don't I don't ball out too much. You know, I, I live a comfortable, happy life. Uh, and I'm happy with where I'm at. But, 
You know what I'm saying? All right, sure, go get man. I appreciate you coming through. Like I say, we'll lock in. You got any questions about any culture perspective, hit me. I'll I'll give you my perspective and you go with what you go with. Like, not that whatever I say you got to put in, but if you ever got, yo, I wonder what the fuck is that about? Like, what does that really, you know, you can hit me. You know what I'm saying? And then we might do something once a month where we just get on and chop it. You know what I'm saying? Because I found this conversation to be interesting, both perspectives to be so totally on the opposite that I think the audience, once they get a hold to that we're doing this, they, they'll probably enjoy it. So I had a good time. I appreciate you, bro. Totally. Appreciate you too, man. Thanks yes, for having sir. me. You have a good one. We'll speak again soon for sure. Salute. You too. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. 
David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 